Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning everybody. Uh, we'll just wait a moment as people sign in before we begin. Uh, it's lovely to welcome you to St Thomas's for Morning Prayer this morning. Um, lovely morning again. Uh, I saw earlier on that at something like 6 o'clock it was already 21 degrees on the Isle of Wight. So we're likely to be in for another hot day, so please do take care during today, which is actually quite a big day, isn't it? Uh, if you've been keeping up with the news um, and reports on breakfast news this morning about how people are responding to, to restrictions being eased. So shall we pray? The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with warm heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So this morning's psalm, we're going back to the start of the book of Psalms again. I think we've had this one before, uh, but it, it bears being heard again and again, doesn't it? Psalm number one. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does, prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. I love that song, the contrasts in there. But the thing that always gets me, the thing that always strikes me, is that, uh, that comparison to a tree planted by streams of water, which can suck up all of the uh, nutrients and the food that it needs to be fruitful. the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord. It's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> have to say, wonderful. So, we move on to our New Testament reading, which today is from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 12, verses 38 to 42. 
Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a miraculous sign from you. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a miraculous sign. But none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now one greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And now one greater than Solomon is here. Strong words from Jesus in that encounter with some Pharisees and teachers of the law. Albert Schweitzer once said, The demand for a sign spells the end of faith. The demand for a sign, exactly what these Pharisees demanded, spells the end of faith. What do you think of that? Something to ponder during the day. The demand for a sign spells the end of faith. To give it a context, this little passage this morning follows straight on from the point where Jesus, having performed healing miracles, was accused of being in league with Satan. These very people who now come and ask for a miraculous sign accused Jesus of being in league with the devil to empower him to perform the miracles that he performed. And so automatically I think of them in this way. Are they genuinely looking? Are they genuinely seeking? Or are they hard-hearted? They'd had sufficient signs in front of their eyes for some time and still rejected Jesus as Messiah, as the Son of God. Jesus refused to give a sign, as it says in his answer. No sign will be given except actually something from the past, the story of Jonah. If Jesus had given a sign, do you think that would have convinced them? What Jesus said was, in relation to Jonah, that uh, this looks forward, actually, to, to his death, burial and resurrection. The sign of Jonah, three days in the belly of the great fish. Jesus very soon because this encounter happened while Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem 
shortly before he would be handed over to the authorities. That will be the incontrovertible sign that they needed if any such sign was required. But if we jump forward uh, into Matthew chapter 28, I'm going to read a little bit, if that's okay, from verse 11. Uh, this is on the morning of Jesus' resurrection. The women had been to the tomb, they'd found it open, they'd found it empty. And while the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, You are to say, His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. So Jesus calls them, um, it's really hard stuff, isn't it? An adulterous generation. And that word adulterous, uh, I checked it in several different commentaries, just to be certain, uh, must mean that these people had failed, had lost their relationship with the Lord. And Jesus says that even this would have been awful, powerful stuff, a real shock, that even Gentiles, the people of Nineveh, who responded and repented, when Jonah preached to them. Even the Queen of Sheba, the Queen from the South who came to Solomon. These uh, Gentiles responded to a revelation of God and yet the very people who should have done were rejecting him. I'd like to leave you with another question to go with that first one. The demand for a sign spells the end of faith. Um, as I read this morning, uh, the other day, just in preparation for today, <clears throat> I was brought to wonder um, how our generation, as it were, the 21st century, will be viewed by history in relation to its relationship with the Lord. Will we be seen as faithful? or, as a whole, adulterous. Because, of course, when Jesus spoke, there were many, many people of strong faith to whom that wouldn't apply. You may see comparisons in that situation. Amen. And so we come to our time of prayer. And please, as normal, please do put any prayer requests that you have into the comments if you'd like to share them. And we can 
we can pray through as many of them as we can. So let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and fearful, and lift up all who are brought low. And Lord, we, we do pray with Julie this morning for Beck, who sadly has COVID. Pray that uh, this won't impact her too badly and that recovery will be swift. And Lord, uh, we pray for all who are suffering with COVID at the moment as numbers rise. Um, we pray for your intervention, Lord, to bring healing. And we also pray for Chris Pickard, that he will be able to, to start eating lots and so regain his appetite and increase his well-being and his strength, Lord. And we continue to pray for the Aquino family, Lord, as uh, we've been thinking about them for a long time and for the, uh, the treatment and healing for now. And we hold them along with all who are having treatment at this moment. And Lord, with Alison, we pray for Graham, who's in a really serious condition in ICU. Lord, we pray for peace there. If it's possible, Lord, we, we pray that he will come through this critical time. We pray for his family. So concerned, Lord, would you bring them your comfort and your peace. And Lord, we pray for our friends Jill and Don, yes, um, for whom this week is, is a challenging week, Lord, as, as they prepare to say farewell to their loved ones. May they know your, yes, your love and your comfort and your support in these uh, difficult moments as they, as they make their way through grief. And Lord, we pray for families 
around the country who are in the same sort of situation. And Lord, this morning we pray for Stuart uh, as he awaits his uh, meeting with the spinal specialist. Um, oh Lord, it sounds as if that, that leg that Stuart had a while ago is still causing trouble. Would you bring healing to him, Lord? Uh, take the pain away. We pray that that meeting with the specialist will go well, that results from scans will be encouraging and positive, Lord. We continue to pray for healing for Bob and Jenny, Lord, and for Michelle and Sue. And we pray for those people, those families in Europe who've been devastated by the floods over the last few days, Lord. Um, for those who've lost everything. We pray for the emergency workers who are trying to, to help to restore some semblance of normality. And of course, Lord, this morning we pray for this country as conditions, as restrictions have been eased. We pray for common sense and um, concern for ourselves and for others, that the people will take the steps necessary to protect each other. And pray that this won't uh, be the start of another massive wave of infections, even as cases go up, Lord. We pray for your safety and your security for this country and for every country in the world, Lord, suffering with COVID and struggling to find a way out of it. And so, Lord, May we rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So let's join together in saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. So thank you for being with us this morning. Uh, it's been lovely to share time and fellowship and worship with you. And please remember that morning prayer continues each morning this week. Um, and today in these conditions, the heat uh, and the rate lifting of restrictions, do stay safe and take care. And let's go now in peace to love and to serve the Lord.
name of Christ. Amen.